You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. You have filed your tax return correctly but still received a notice. What's worse, your ITR does not even have any irregularity as mentioned in the tax notice. Well, this has happened to several taxpayers this year as the IT department has been sending erroneous notices. In today's episode, I'll tell you what's causing this and what should you do if you get one such intimation from the tax department. Hi, I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. Mayank Pohanka, who's the founder of taxaram.com has joined me today. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Mayank, welcome to Why Not Mint Money. Hi Shipra, it's always pleasure. So Mayank, a lot of chartered accountants have, you know, they're claiming that CPC Bangalore has issued some 22,000 odd intimation notices under section 143A and defective notices under 139.9 and these are being sent to HNIs, salaried employees, charitable trusts, basically all categories of taxpayers. So um, have you come across any such notices and what are these notices about? Well, Shipra, uh, indeed, uh, it has been reported in several quarters that 22,000 odd uh, intimation notices under Section 143-1A have come up and have been issued by CPC Bengaluru. And in fact, uh, there is one uh, recent press release also being released by the Apex Body Central Board of Direct Taxes, that is CBDT, and uh, it was released on 5th of September 2023. And in th- this press release itself, the CBDT has acknowledged that uh, as of now, more than 6 crore returns have been processed and uh, out of these, uh, 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 it accounts for 88% of the total verified returns, but still, uh, 12 lakh returns have been identified by the CPC Bengaluru in which uh, they have asked further information and I believe that out of those 12 lakh returns, these 22,000 notices are the same and we will see further notices also in the near future. So, Shipra, there is one particular section in Income Tax Act that is 143.1a which provides that if there is any arithmetical error or inaccuracy in the uh, the return filed by the taxpayers Mm -hmm. or if some uh, disalloyance has been reported in the tax audit reports that has not been taken into account while filing the return. So, those kind of errors can be if or if there is an excess claim of any deduction or any expenditure then all these adjustments can be made by way of summary assessment and uh, so these 22,000 notices are have been issued only in, uh, in this particular section only that is 143 1a and yes I have also come across several of such notices uh, my clients have informed me and we have filed uh, uh, necessary replies also so uh, I will discuss uh, just three or four examples here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Shipra, it is okay that uh, in uh, if the, the if actually there has has been some error, then obviously uh, these notices are fine. But I have come across several of such notices wherein effectively and in real terms there is no error at all. But still, it seems that out of some misinterpretation or uh, by the this uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithms the notices have automatically and mechanically uh, being churned out by the cpc say for instance in many instances there is uh, 
in this particular year itself uh, in uh, there is one uh, in uh, while reporting foreign assets in your itr form 2 and 3 this reporting has to be done only for the calendar year that is the foreign assets acquired and held during the calendar year only and not in the financial year say for instance for the financial year 2223 for which returns were being filed so mm. the calendar year which was to be reported was starting from january 2022 to this, uh, december 2022 Right. So the last quarter, that is, the assets, foreign assets held during uh, January 2023 till March 2023 were not required as such to be reported in the foreign asset schedule. And this is uh, as per the foreign asset schedule itself, because they have categorically mandated that only the calendar year assets are to be reported. Mm-hmm. But now we have come across several notices wherein uh, uh, the TCS under Section 206. NG has been deducted collected by the authorized dealer because he is supposed to do that so for any uh, foreign assets acquired during the period january 23 to past 23 the tcs under section 206 1g would have been uh, collected by the authorized dealer and obviously that reflected in form 26a as, as well as under tcs returns so that such taxpayers must have claimed this tcs because this is their entitlement mm-hmm. but now the the notices are denying this uh, uh, tcs credit stating that no corresponding foreign assets have been disclosed in your itr so obviously this is a classic example of uh, what they are intend to report what they have categorically themselves asked the taxpayers to report and now uh, the notices are on the other uh, alternative uh, the opposite direction right. so obviously these uh, this these are nns notices other notices are uh similarly there is one uh, section 194 n that is which requires deduction of tds or uh, by banks on bank withdrawals so again this is not an income at all bank withdrawal is not an income but now notices have come up stating that the tds claim is greater than the amount corresponding income so this is again an erroneous notice example of erroneous notice in some other some other instances the tax audit is not clearly and uh, there is no consistent history of tax audits but still the effective return notices have come up stating that the tax audit report is not there or in fact the uh, balance sheet and the profit and loss account is not there and there were not uh, they are not required to be maintained and prepared at all so yes these are some of the uh, instances where it seems that uh, the mechanical processing has been done by the cpc i can add here that uh, very recently the honorable delhi high court uh, in the case of indus towers limited versus dcit new delhi has stayed the operation of such mechanical intimation order and uh, this is a very big thing because this intimation order has raised has made an addition of 12284 crores and raised an income tax demand of 3573 crores and not by way of any uh, regular assessment procedure but just by way of this summary assessment procedure of 143 1a and in this particular case it so turned out that obviously the interpretation of the uh, this uh, ai and ml based intimation order was not correct and uh, this, uh, there was some algorithm automatic algorithm which obviously misinterpreted the tax audit figure and which has resulted in some this glaring mistake of addition of uh, 12284 crores how did it reach the court i mean yeah. you know the the 
you know the concerned taxpayer unit would have responded to the notice uh, and if it was just a mechanical error yeah, then that how would... the it department did not take cognizance of that how did it reach the court <laughs> in fact you have right, rightly pointed out that that's the most unfortunate part of this entire thing that suppose some erroneous notice has come up like in this case uh, but then the assessee obviously files the reply there is one uh, tab there uh, in which the replies are to be filed but in practical scenario uh, most in major majority of such cases such replies are not given any consideration and cognizance by the cpc and uh, it seems that we are back to square one uh, the notice prevails in any case no matter first of all the response window is very limited uh, some 5000 odd characters are to be are allowed to be explain the uh, the mistake or the explanation of the assessee right. and then also that reply is not at all considered and uh, given cognizance to in majority of the cases the result is that once a notice uh, a preliminary notice has come up it always ends up in the final uh, intimation order so in this particular case also immediately after receiving this notice uh, the assessee has tried to file the reply and has filed the reply but that reply has not been considered at all the assessee has also filed a grievance in the revenue held desk but still uh, the problem remains unresolved and that this particular fact has also been acknowledged in the high court order itself mm. and the honorable high court has stated that uh, no opportunity was being given to the taxpayer to file the response to this erroneous notice and on this particular ground only the honorable high court has stayed the operation of that mechanical order till the next date of hearing which is 16th of october so right. yes uh, the response flow is not at all effective as far as these mechanical orders are concerned right and mayank is is this year the first year when you know slew of erroneous notice concerning all kind of deductions and you know all kind of uh, sections uh, are being sent out or has it happened before also uh, shipra previous year also there were some instances mm. but this year it seems that some uh, kind of some uh, there has been some uh, churning in the algorithm or something because we have witnessed this uh, there is one particular uh, uh, universal uh, batch of uh, wrong uh, this erroneous mechanical orders which claimed that atp deduction is to be disallowed so uh, in fact it has been universally issued to all such assessors which have not even claimed this atp deduction because atp deduction is only applicable in case of cooperative societies so even in our client cases also which are not even a cooperative societies they have received such intimations uh, proposing huge disallowances so any particular deduction which has been claimed in other sections has been uh, in the notice it was stated that this atp deduction is to be uh, disallowed so uh, this was obviously uh, some technical glitch it seems in their system and in fact when the assessees and there was uh, some universal uh, representations regarding this error then the cpc has acknowledged this error and uh, rectification emails have been sent to all such uh, taxpayers who have received such notices so they have acknowledged this error and apart from this universal thing also as we have discussed that uh, slew of other notices have also come up so it seems that uh, in this particular year uh, some uh, new kind of erroneous notices are also coming up which previously in the previous year which had not come up like the example of this 194 and tds notice because this 194 and tds on bank withdrawal of very much in the previous year itself also but 
uh, no notice of such kind came up in the previous year but this year these notices have come up and do you think it has to do with the income tax department's more reliance on artificial intelligence and machine learning tools uh, to assess to process the itrs do you think that is a reason or major reason well shipra to some extent we can say yes because uh, in the press release also the cbdt has highlighted that the average return processing time which was 16 days for the previous year has now been reduced to 10 days mm-hmm. so it is a good thing that uh, the uh, processing time of return is being reduced but at the same time it seems that that uh, positive thing has uh, some repercussion and downsides as far as this erroneous are concerned right so yes the artificial intelligence and machine learning based notices reliance is there so uh, that is why uh, there is a need at least in such cases that there should be some further vetting or some internal checks before these kind of notices are being finally issued to the sesi right so now the most important question mayank what should a taxpayer do if they do receive such a notice well chipra this is a very good question first of all as we have discussed that if uh, such kind of notices do come up then there is a response window within the e proceedings uh, uh, facility available in the registered e filing account of the taxpayer from which the return has been filed so that response window is there they provide the option whether the assessee or the taxpayer agrees with that this proposed addition or disallowance or is in disagreement so the taxpayer need to file the suitable response if there is a disagreement the taxpayer need to opt for the disagreement window then they provide the necessary uh, uh, small window of filing the explanation also that why there is a disagreement uh, there are some predefined tabs also uh, drop down list also if uh, the case falls in that particular Downs, then uh, the assessee or the taxpayer should choose that. If uh, the case does not fall in that predefined criteria, then uh, in other step, the uh, response need to be filed. So there is a window, a response window. But yes, uh, in practically, this response window is not very effective because uh, somehow the responses are not being uh, given cognizance by the uh, CPC Bengaluru, and the, uh, as I have discussed that. at the end of the day the uh, preliminary notice uh, becomes the final order itself so but nonetheless uh, the response has to be filed because this file uh, this filed response will come in handy at some uh, higher appellate forums as in this case because the ssc has shown the screenshots of the tri- attempts of uh, filing the response and the email sent to the revenue held department so all these uh, precautionary measures do help the ssc in later times and uh, Uh, if the uh, more importantly if uh, the response is not uh, uh, being give, given any consideration by the uh, department then what needs to be done right then obviously the says that uh, next course available is that file a 154 rectification application that has also online only because there is a separate rectification window and available under section 154 which provides that any error uh, which is any mistake is apparent from record such kind of these erroneous uh, things they can be covered under this and the assessee can raise a request to rectify these errors but here also uh, practically this window is also not very effective and so the other two alternatives are the file and regular appeal against such erroneous order uh, to before the cit appeals 
in the faceless mechanism which uh, so after the receipt of this notice within 30 days uh, the appeal before the cit appeal has to be filed in form 35 which right. is also online and the disposal of this appeal further takes 3 uh, to 4 months or even 6 months the disposal of the appeal and it is not very sure that uh, appropriate relief may be given so the most effective and the uh, i can say the ex- more expensive resort available is to file a writ petition before the high court as has been done in this particular case right so right. Uh, filing writ petition is a costly affair and uh, not anyone can afford that but unfortunately and in the present scenario in case in cases like such that uh, option uh, seems to be more uh, effective than other regular options that is right that's right all right uh, okay thanks a lot ma'am for joining us today i'm sure this will be very helpful for our listeners especially those who might have got any such notices erroneous notices from the income tax department so thank you for joining us thank you shipra thanks That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorot and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. To stay updated on this podcast, follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. Thanks for listening to this Mint podcast. Mint's award-winning newsroom creates thoughtful, original journalism every day. To gain access to our best work, please subscribe to Mint. Use the coupon MY30 to get 30% discount on your subscription.